0: It's been quite a week, hasn't it? In fact, I don't think I've ever lived through a week that merits that description quite as much as this one has. Just in a few days, everything's changed. And it's shocking, isn't it? Our lives don't look like they did even a week ago. And I suppose for me, as I've been reflecting on it this week, It strikes me that it's like when you're driving along the road and you come across one of those signs that says road ahead closed and your heart sinks and, you know, you're just going to have to take the diversion. And in my experience, there are several different kinds of drivers when it comes to the diversion. I've travelled with the grumpy steering wheel tappers who take the diversion but huff and puff all the way round about the inconvenience this is causing and the frustration and how late they're going to be and so on and so forth. And then I've been with the pragmatic, practical rushers, the ones who say, well, there's nothing we can do about this, but we're not going to let it take more time than it has to and we're going to go around the diversion as quickly as possible and make up every minute we can so we get to the other side and we haven't lost out. And then there are the adventurous types, the ones who say, oh, I might get to see a new town or, oh, I might get to discover something I've never discovered before. Or, oh, I might find a pub and stop off for a pint, you know, just while it all calms down out there. And I wonder if finding a road ahead blocked sign is what's happened to us this week. Suddenly, we can't go the way we were going. Suddenly, the road is not the road we wanted to be on. But how are we going to take this new road? Are we going to see it as the inconvenience, the frustration, the thing we're going to rush through? That's my tendency. I've already got a to-do list of about 350 things and I'm going to come out of this more productive and I'm going to have accomplished more things by the end of it. Or... Could we be the adventurers, the ones who say, oh, I wonder where this might take me? The ones who hear the invitation to go a road that we've never travelled before. I was thinking about a verse in Joshua chapter 3. The people of Israel have been in the desert for 40 years and they're about to cross into the promised land. And just before the parting of the River Jordan, God says this to them. He says, when you see... The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests. Then you shall set out from your place. Follow the Ark so that you may know the way you should go. For you have not passed this way before. We have not passed this way before, have we? This is a road we didn't expect. And if we're honest, it's a road that we don't know the ending of. We don't know when it will end. We don't know where we will be when we come out of whatever this is. And yet we go with the presence. That's what the Ark of the Covenant signifies, the presence of God. And we follow the invitation of the presence of God to go that different way. And I wonder if there is something we can begin to do. As a response to that invitation, we've uh, written some prayer resources, which will be on our website this week for helping all of us, I suppose, to make the most of this, um, well, unexpected season, shall we say. And one of those prayer resources is about finding a rhythm. And when I wrote the resource and, and we finished it off, being me, I'm, I'm terribly practical and pragmatic, I decided that I would start the rhythm the next day and I'd have it sussed by Sunday. Well, you'll be encouraged to know that I've just about managed to build one element of the rhythm into my life. But you know what? Maybe that's right. Maybe the right thing to do is to choose one thing that we can do this week. Could you choose one thing? Could you choose simply the act of stopping, of pausing in your day, of switching off the endless news cycle, of coming away from social media, of hiding away from people there's there's a lot of contact around at the moment which is wonderful lots of people getting in touch with other people but could you choose to step aside and have one moment with god in your day i wonder if we could begin that habit if this season might perhaps be richer and deeper than we ever imagined it could be i close with a prayer and a poem It's both, really. It's written by poet Gerard Kelly, and it's called Selah. And in case you didn't know, Selah is that word that crops up in the Psalms when the singers and the instrumentalists are meant to pause before continuing. And this is called Selah. Take the insult of this isolation god and fashion from it flourishing and fruitfulness. From this sentence of suspension, shape a Sabbath. Craft from this cessation, celebration. In this uninvited interval, teach us God to savour slowness, to find the sense in our solitude, to make of this a holy hiatus. Remind us, where we have forgotten, that music has meaning in the seesaw of silences and sound. That we read not by words alone, but by the spaces in between them. That we compute by urging everyone to find its zero we thrive by the thrust and the recoil our life is in the pressure and the pause may the psalms we sing in our seclusion be the richer for the stillness of this sacred cellar moment amen